gentlemen, you don't have enough talent to win on talent alone. Hello and welcome to the Town Podcast, podcast brought to you by The Wheel. I am your host, Adam Hess, and with me as always, my co-host, Mike Joint Boy Regan. Mike, how you doing today? Oh, doing great. Doing great. I wish on the fly I couldn't think of a a joint boy line. Mostly just smokes weed. Yeah. That's kind of his go-to there. You could smoke weed. It's true. You could smoke weed, you could be bald, and you could get in ridiculously good shape. It's in wear jorts. Oh, all about the jorts, brother. All yeah. about the jorts. This is a pro jorts podcast. Enter a spelling bee competition. Gotta be high for that though. Gotta be high. You think what percentage of our audience do you think has no fucking idea what we're talking about? I don't know. Ninety five? Ninety eight percent? Yeah. No. Everybody knows Letter Kenny. No, it's not true. Not everybody. <laughs> Very unlikely that everybody knows Letter Kenny. Well, Mike, we're a football podcast, and we are in the Ides of February, mm-hmm. which is the downtime for football. We do have the Combine coming up next Psych. week. What? Psych. It's never the downtime for football. They've done a masterful job spacing out everything to where there's just football talk all year round. Can't wait to see how you feel about that come two or three podcasts after the draft. Yeah, that's true. We have like, what, like a month and a half gap before free agency starts. So that's true. Yeah. And then after free agency, it's it's really the Sahara Desert of content. Well, you know, but then you're ramping up for your fantasy drafts. Oh, yeah. Love those. All right. Have we talked about how I <laughs> have we talked about my hatred for fantasy and how it sprouted? Yeah. You only only do it because you have friends who want to do it. Yeah, nice I like guy. I like I like hanging out with you guys, but like I, it's gotten real bad with our fantasy hockey league this year where oh, I, yeah. I haven't set my lineup in maybe the whole season. Yeah, I'm not doing good. The worst part is that I'll be like sitting around and I'll get the notification from Bantrax where it's like set your lineups before the game start. And I'll be like, "Oh yeah, I need to do that." Puts phone down. <laughs> it's so easy too cuz Fantrax for instance has a button you can hit that's like set all active players. Yeah. We you can like really go through for the whole week and just set it. You're good. But yeah. yeah. Like every Sunday take 5 minutes to do that, but it's just it's too hard. <laughs> yeah, especially when you got to I assume replay the previous Final Fantasy game before the new one comes out. Uh Nah. I'm getting ready to move so my time's a little a little sparse at the moment, but I tell you what, Spectrum better get their ass out there the second I call them. <laughs> because February 29th, it's dropping. What percent packed are you for your move? Uh, I bought boxes today. So 0%. 0% would be accurate. And so I've... how is your time getting taken up for this move exactly? <laughs> um, well, this weekend, my goal was I'm going to like downsize, you know, like get rid of all the shit I don't want, you know, give it to Goodwill and then pack up like a lot of like my knickknacks and shit like that I don't need. Uh, and I just slept most of the weekend. So. So you didn't accomplish that. You know, I feel like our listeners think I'm just a real loser. <laughs> you really frame it that way, buddy. I don't. Uh, I was sleeping so much because I was out raging all night. Yeah, doing but... party drugs. Like? Like ecstasy. There you go. <laughs> That's like the old man party drug, right? Everybody does Molly now. MDMA, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're a football yeah. podcast, as we somehow were talking about before we 
talked about your sad life. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of gearing up for the draft and free agency at the same time here, buddy. I'm probably going to start focusing a little bit yeah. more on the draft. Next week, plugging at the top of the show, during the week we have a pretty in-depth article coming out from Tyler Karkara about the Bears, who notably Ooh. have the number one overall draft pick. But got to drag him in here at some point, talk some draft. Definitely. But as we're gearing up for this, Mike, last week, I think we had what I would call a wildly successful segment where we drafted quarterbacks in the draft and quarterbacks who are switching teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So as all great properties do, we're going to run it back until it's dust and terrible. <laughs> run it straight and beat that dead horse. Yeah. So we're running that back today with a pass rushers draft, which in my opinion in my humble opinion, is the most interesting position group through this offseason. Agree or disagree there, Mike? Yeah, there's like a handful of studs out there in free agency. Obviously, like Jonathan Allen's the, the crown jewel, I'd say. Ooh, we're going to disagree on the draft. We'll see. Wait, but Jonathan Allen's not in the draft. You're talking about Josh Allen there, bud. Josh Allen, sorry. <laughs> you should know. He's the guy that always sacks your quarterback. Yeah, I've been uh I've been commie pilled. <laughs> I think in the the 1940s that can get you executed. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully the CIA doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Going to get red scared by McCarthy. Um mm-hmm. But before that, Mike, you texted me today and said you had what you think might be the best game in the history of podcasting. Yes? I didn't say that. I said oh. I had a quick little game for you, but we'll see how it goes. Okay. It's very very fast. All right. So, how this works? is I have a number generator up. Mm-hmm. It's going to generate it's 1 through 32. It's going to pick a team. And then your job is you're going to have to guess what that is listed on the internet as that team's biggest need. Now, I tried to go out and pulled up like six websites to get a consensus, but that was fucking impossible. <laughs> like I could not find a single team that like four of six agreed on. Uh, so I'm going to give you a choice of website that we're going to use for this. All okay. Right? So your options are Pro Football Network, PFF, The Athletic, uh, NFLMockDraft.com or something. And, oh, sorry, it's five websites. Uh, or NFL.com. I'm going to go with NFLMockDraft.com there, Mike. All right. I think it's uh, full name is, let's see. There he goes. Uh, NFL Mock Draft Database. There you go. I'm going with mm-hmm. NFL Mock Draft Database, All which right. must be one dude in Ontario making this, right? <laughs> like, there's this is, this definitely sounds the least professional. That'd be such a swerve if it was a Canadian, I gotta say. All right, I'm generating the number. And what's the number? I just generated it. Where do I put my feet? Uh, it is number. Th- it is number thirty-one. So that is which... the San Francisco 49ers. Can you guess what NFLMockDraftDatabase.com has listed as their number one need? Okay, let's talk through this a little bit out loud, right? I'm going to guess that their deficit here that they're listing is on defense. It's either going to be defense or the right side of their offensive line. I'm sticking with defense here. So they have, on the way out the door, Chase Young. and That might be the only big name. Which leads me to believe the defensive end is going to be what's listed there. That's not my official pick yet. I'm still talking through this. Okay. So they have Javon Hargrave there on the defensive line, so that's not going to be it. They should be get should be getting um, Talmanor Hufunga back, and they have Charvarius Ward in the secondary, so that's not going to be it. They have Dre Greenlaw 
I mean, obviously, Andrew Drager in law and Fred Warner. So that's not going to be it. Fuck, why did it have to be San Francisco? What a complete team. Right. <laughs> it's a tough one. Um, I am going to go with safety. Ooh, that's the second listed one. You were close. So the first listed on this website is actually cornerback. Yeah. Okay. Agree who, or disagree who, with their analysis? Who who do they have them taking at thirty one? Um, see if I can pull up their mocks. They like aggregate a bunch of mock drafts from different websites. Well, that's why it's the mock draft database, Mike. That's true. It is indeed a database. So instead of doing that, I'm just going to go to PFF has the San Francisco 49ers at number thirty one. Oh, wait. Is that pick traded? All right. So Tankathon, we'll go to that one. Has them taking Jordan Morgan, the offensive tackle out of Arizona. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Right, Get yeah. a right tackle. Play on the other side from uh, Trent Williams. Yeah, that team's so complete. Just beef up. Like, you can never have too many good yeah, pieces definitely, in the interior. Definitely take the best guy on the board for that team. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Is there any chance they could draft a defensive coordinator? I don't think so. I don't think there's a personnel draft. Can they draft a Super Bowl ring? Oh, wow. Coming right for the throat of Mike McVay. I almost said Mike McVay. <laughs> there's a combination, a deadly combination. Which neither one of those guys is the right answer. No. Oh, yeah, because that would be Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> You're right there, button. You need to, you need to yeah, take a I'm all right. I'm, run, I'm running on very little to no sleep. So it's, it's going to be a weird podcast. You said you've been spending all weekend sleeping. Yeah. How are you then, both spending all weekend sleeping and running on no sleep? And then Sunday night it all it all came crashing down. What did you came do to Sunday night? An abrupt halt. You watching the All Star game? Yeah. It was terrible. I know, you'll find out on Basky. <laughs> it was it was bad. I mean, you know, Carl Anthony Towns had like a dunking clinic going on, but for the most part, pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Last shot of the game was pretty good though. I'll uh I'll save it for Basky, but a preview is I have some thoughts on the dunk contest. <laughs> Isn't Matt McClung Notre Dame? Didn't he come from there? I think you're thinking of uh, Pat, Pat Connaughton. Yeah. <laughs> Same fucking guy. All right. One of them just plays in the NBA. The other plays in the G League. Mm-hmm. Why isn't Pat Connaughton doing the dunk contest anymore? He did uh, last year because he did the white man can't jump thing. And you were like, that movie sucks. It does Good suck. movie. Lies. Movie's overrated, man. Anyways, <laughs> any more uh, any any more thoughts on San Francisco there, Mike? No, nope, that was my little game. All right. Well, why don't we just hop into the main event then? Mm-hmm. Get in to some pass rusher draft. So, for those of you who did not listen to our podcast last week, the way this works is we have a pool of pass rushers to draft from, who are either draft eligible in the NFL draft this year or free agents or likely switching teams. As far as I know, Mike, there's no pass rushers that are currently in the position of not free agents, but likely switching teams the way we had with Russell Wilson. I got one. Okay. Who's the one? Uh, Hassan Reddick got permission to seek a trade. Yeah. Hassan Reddick got permission to seek a trade. Um, that's a, that's a good one to have on there. My, my thought on Hassan Reddick is he's probably not going to switch teams. He's a little bit older, a little bit less productive and kind of expensive. So but before we, that's oh, that's correct. He's he's he should be included in the pool. Before we get going, can I like throw out an idea for trades out of no steam whatsoever? Yes. So hear me out. You're Jim Harbaugh. 
you got this expensive ass defense that played like shit. So Joey Bosa and his injury history, not great. Plus he's now 29. He's set to make 36 million next year and 32 million the year after that. But his dead cap hit would only be 22 million this year and 7 million next year. Would you consider finding a trade for Joey Bosa? I don't want to strip any blue chip pieces away from Justin Herbert, especially with how that defense played last year. Mm -hmm. So I would be hesitant to trade away Joey Bosa. Okay. I mean, they already they already ended up bouncing Asante Samuels, who's supposed to be like a dude there. Yeah. It's crazy how many guys you can name on that defense and it just doesn't perform. Yeah. I mean, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Asante Samuels last year, Asante Samuels Jr. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Derwin James. Okay. So you don't want to move Joey Bosa. But no. let me throw this at you. <laughs> Khalil Mack just had a monster season. 18 friggin' sacks. All right. Best season he's had in a minute. Uh, he has one year left on his contract, set to make $38 million. You trade him, you only have a $15 million dead cap hit. And he is... I didn't write down his age. But I think he's, he's 32. Yeah. Early 30s. Would you consider trying to cash out Cleo Mack while his stock's high? So, here's my question for that. Chase Young netted a fourth-round pick on an expiring contract. Mm-hmm. Montez Sweat netted a second-round pick. What does Khalil Mack get you? Uh, he's 32, so I don't know if he can get you a first. Probably yeah, not. Yeah, I think he's getting you a fourth-round pick. I think he could move you up the draft board. Like you do Khalil Mack plus, what do they have, 8, 11, something like that? Yeah. Yeah, plus 11 to move up to 4. Yeah, if there's someone they really liked and wanted, I could see that being the piece necessary. I'd be more willing to move Khalil Mack, mm-hmm. especially if he starts off the season super hot. Although, God, it's the, it's the stupid thing about sports, right? No one ever wants to move a good player out if you're winning, and no one ever wants to trade for a good player when you're intentionally trying to be bad. Yeah. So like, why why would anyone ahead of you in the draft order trade for Khalil Mack? And then if you start the season and he starts hot and you're winning games, you're not going to trade him, even though that's like the best time to trade him because he's, he's, his value will never be higher. He's older in a contract year. So let's say you're a team like bottom like three or four picks in the first and San Diego calls and they're like, like you're Detroit at 29 and San Diego calls and they're like, we'll give you Cleo Mack in our second to get back in the first and take your, tw- your 29th pick. And they could draft Paxton Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> I would do that if I was the Chargers. Okay. Maybe I would do that if I was Detroit, too. I don't hate it. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see if PFF's mock draft simulator will let me do that. Okay. How do you feel about this? Detroit gets 37, a 2025 round five pick, and Khalil Mack. The Chargers get 29 and 92. I mean... I would def I would definitely be interested if there's a guy who you're like he's not going to make it. Like these next four picks or like a couple of the first picks in the second, he's not going to make it, and we really want him. Like if you have that guy in mind, I'd do it. So I hopped on the mock draft simulator there for PFF, ran it. Here is available according to PFF's mock draft simulator at 29. Mm-hmm. Jane Daniels, Troy wow. Fautanu, Fautanu, mm-hmm. 
out of Washington. J.J. McCarthy, Tyler Newbin, Peyton Willis, Zach Frazier, Chris Braswell. How would you feel about moving out Khalil Mack? Moving up and grabbing Braswell. Or you think Braswell is going to be available there at like the middle of or the the sixth pick of the second round? I think he there's a strong chance he could be. And it'd be tough if I don't know if he'd make it to them there. So you turn 32 year old expensive Khalil Mack into young and cheap Chris Braswell. Like I think I'm doing that, but I'm a big Braswell guy. As we'll probably soon find out, won't we? Yes. <laughs> so in this this mock draft, I got Marvin Harrison Jr. made the trade and got Braswell. Ended up with an A grade. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. You got any other fake trades to throw out there, Mike? Nope. I just was looking at like speculative articles that had possible trades with really no steam behind them. <laughs> so it's all just like fantasy ideas, basically fantasy booking the NFL offseason. Uh, and that kind of jumped out to me. So. In the fantasy booking of the NFL offseason, who is the rock turning heel and joining the bloodline? <laughs> uh Diggs getting traded to Miami. I think it's I think it's um T. Higgins joining Kansas City. Oh yeah, that's definitely that's yeah. a big heel turn. Yeah, because initially you're like, oh my god, Cincinnati versus Kansas City. But then suddenly, you know, Buffalo wants to finish the story. T. Higgins jumps ship. Now he's on Kansas City. <laughs> Yeah, definitely if he, like, spurns Cincinnati. Like, they offer him a deal in the range he wants, and he's like, nah, I'm ring hunting. Joe Burrow can't stay healthy. Don't you like, though, that in this situation, Buffalo gets to be Cody Rhodes? I do. That means we'd make it to the Super Bowl. I don't know. I think that makes – does that make Cincinnati CM Punk because they're never healthy enough to make it to the Super Bowl? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And they're old and washed. All right, settle down. Let's get to the <laughs> let's get to this draft. All right, Mike. It is time for our pass rusher draft. Just in case you zoned out 15 minutes ago when we explained the rules of this. This is the available pool of all free agents, pass rushers potentially switching teams, and pass rushers who have declared for the NFL draft. We are going to go through You want to do 6 rounds again? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, we'll do 6 rounds. Each of us going back and forth drafting pass rushers, and at the end we will recap the teams of pass rushers that we have drafted. Mike, do you feel like that was an acceptable explanation for how this works? Yes, and just to remind people from last week's setup, this is us with us having a team that is 100% complete, except we're in dire need of this one position. Yeah, so you, you're basically set at every other position to be Super Bowl competitive, but currently your pass rushers are... Troy Polamalu in his current age, and Joe Biden. So you definitely want to upgrade those two pass rushers. Yeah, it's probably the best. Probably for the best. All right, Mike, you had the first pick last week, so I'm going to go ahead and take the first pick this week. Sounds good. That works for you. Off the board, number one overall here. Some people would say Josh Allen is the go-to pick. I'm going Brian Burns. Wow. Presumably going to get franchise tag and stay in Carolina, but currently undrafted or unrestricted free agent. He was second on the Panthers in pressures, but first in pressure rate, despite also facing the most double teams on the team. He is only 26 years old. Let me ask you this, Mike. How bad are the Carolina Panthers going to be if Brian Burns walks? Terrible. I mean, he was always doubled because he's their only pass rusher you had to worry about. (laughs) Like, there was no one else. He was their only player you had to worry about. 
Period. Across the whole team. Just him and DJ Chark, you know? <laughs> yeah. That was it. Can't really double JC Horn. No one can double JC Horn. He's too good. He's a cornerback. Oh, How do you double a cornerback? Not... <laughs> oh, I don't know. Two receivers go at him. I don't know. Don't you love the idea, though, of the Panthers walking in next offseason and the team is somehow worse than it was this offseason? I would feel so bad for Panthers fans and terrified for my Bryce Young priors. <laughs> how it many, would not be good. How many fan bases are going to get beers dumped on them by David Tepper if Brian Burns walks? Tepper's going to have a six-pack. <laughs> no, a 12-pack, a 30-rack at every game to just dump them he's gonna he's gonna be like uh, austin he's gonna smash them together and just dump them on the fans so i noticed means that i shouldn't have bought this team <laughs> tepper 316 um i noticed like both burns and josh allen projected contract on pff is one year 22.79 million is that because they're expecting them to just get franchise tag oh yeah it says right here franchise tag <laughs> yeah yeah i was looking uh on spot track like the free agency market value for them josh allen was slightly higher than brian burns so i guess if i was being objective i should take josh allen at this spot but you know we'll, we'll get into it when one of us drafts josh allen next pick um yeah so first pick off the board brian burns 26 years old man not a lot of times yeah. where you get a 26 year old pass rusher who's been productive walking into free agency josh allen will be 27 in august so it's not a big difference in age yeah so you really could have gone either way if i'm brian burns i'm 26 my team sucks and you franchise tag me i'm holding out Le'Veon bella's ass yeah i ain't coming back you either pay me you either give me term or i ain't fucking coming back but if you're brian burns what contract would you accept to come back to the carolina panthers would you say all right make me the highest paid pass rusher in football and i'll come back I remember who is the highest paid pass rusher. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. And how much does he make? 40, 50 bucks a year, probably. Something around there. 40, 50 bucks. <laughs> I could pull it up on spot track. Uh, I'm racing you. So he's making, holy shit, $52 million next year. <laughs> or no. Oh, 14 million. He's making $34 million on average. Yeah. It's like 14, is, 20. Is, by AAV is pretty significantly the the top contract. Second place is TJ Watt at twenty eight million. Yeah, and it's like twenty twenty six when it balloons to forty two, followed by fifty two, and then forty two again. So I don't how, think. How do you think Nate McKinnon looks or feels when he sees how much like <laughs> fucking Montez Sweat is going to make next year? That's Connor fucking Bedard or uh, Connor McDavid feel. Yeah, like same thing. Um, I, if you're Brian Burns, you're not getting Nick Bosa money. I really hate to break it to you. It's, you, it's a huge fucking contract for Nick Bosa, man. Yeah. I mean, if you could get to like upper 20s, 30 mil, and it's like four years. Yeah. So what you say, give me TJ Watts contract plus $2. Exactly. Give me the second highest paid guy. Mm -hmm. All right, Mike. Picks to you. God damn. I really wanted you to take Josh Allen. <laughs> so I didn't have to. But I'd be stupid not to. So I'm taking Josh Allen. You would be stupid because he's your favorite player. He's, like I said, going to be 27 at the start of next season. Fun fact. The Jaguars were 28th in pass rush. Pass rush? Uh, right, thanks, Collinsworth. Yeah, pass rush per PFF last year. Um, 
but Josh Allen just freaking cooked and still had 19 sacks. Like they had a dude. I have that 17 caliber. and a half sacks for him. Where'd you get 19? Oh, PFF just takes half sacks and puts them into their total. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, has, he had 17 and a half officially. Yeah. Okay. So either way, you get it. Like he dominated despite the rest of the Jaguars pass rush. God damn it. That's just a Thanks tough thing to say real fast. Pass um, rush. Yeah. 20.5% win rate. Still young. Like I got to, like, I feel like I'd be dumb to pass him up here. Here's the thing though. Mm-hmm. Before the season, in his healthy seasons, he averaged eight sacks. His Ooh. best season was ten and a half sacks before the season. Oh yeah. Contract year balloons up to seventeen and a half sacks or nineteen by PFF's grade. This is why I didn't take Josh Allen number one overall. Yeah, I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> You've aired. Yeah, because I even wrote down in my notes like this was like his career best season. Of course, it's a contract year. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, should we be worried? Is this an Al- uh, Albert Hainsworth, Alfred Hainsworth thing? No, nothing can be as bad as an Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> that was You brutal. know, really, your team was definitely the most painful team of the 90s, but I think my team's got the most painful team of the 2010s. Yeah. <laughs> How much? You guys gave him, like, what, $4 billion or something? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we just gave him FedEx Field. It's called Albert <laughs> yeah. Hainsworth FedEx Field. Yeah. His Madden rating dropped drastically <laughs> from year to year. Uh, and we got in trouble for that because that was the uncapped year. Mm-hmm. But we still like committed cap penalties somehow. Fucking stupid. But yeah, you know, I'm a I'm a stack team. I'm a new owner. And I see the crown jewel out there and I give him the bag. See how it works. If he walks, where would you fantasy book him to? San Francisco or Baltimore. Baltimore. You're such a fool. You're such a fool. Where? Buffalo. Oh, honestly, obviously, if I'm biased about it. Can you imagine the great Monday Night Football animations they could do with Josh Allen and Josh Allen? That is true. What if if five games into the season, Josh Allen leads the league in passing yards and Josh Allen leads the league in sacks? Dude, Josh, one Super Bowl ring. (laughs) They only get one? (laughs) Like that season. Yeah. They go they on have to, to share seven. it. They go they on to pull LeBron. They pull LeBron. Not one, not two, not three. <laughs> he proceeded to get two. It'd be kind of, yeah, it'd be kind of funny if he kept counting up to like 35, 40. <laughs> <laughs> what number would he have to get to before someone stopped him? Just being LeBron James. Seven. Think so? Like one past Michael. You think that if he went up to like 11? Someone still like at that point, someone would have been like, all right, LeBron, we have more questions for you. They would just shut off the mic. You're done. <laughs> so scale of one to 10. Now that you realize that's a contract here, how are you feeling about that pick? Trepidatious. That's not on scale. Oh, one to 10. <laughs> you can't <laughs> on a scale from one to 10. The answer can't be trepidatious. I'm going to hit it right in the middle. 5.5. This is not right. Literally right in the middle will be five. Wait. No. Okay, I see what you're saying there. Yeah. Like, if you divided the scale in half, mm-hmm. the answer would be five. But if you said, we are taking equal numbers away from both sides, you would split it at six and five. I get what you're saying there. Yeah. Or I, okay. I, if you want to round, I'll just go ahead and go up to six. I was hoping you were going to say 5.6 if you want to round. Yeah. 
It's fucking stupid. We round five up, right? Just let it be five. Round four and under down and six and over up. Just let five be five. That'd make a lot more sense. Yeah. I agree. Just cheating the system, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, it, is it my pick? Yes, it is your pick. Well, the good news is that anyone listening to this podcast isn't listening for hard-hitting analysis. They're definitely lis- listening for the <laughs> the our, tangent we go on where we talk about how we should round five just to five. Our Jerry Seinfeld-esque takes. <laughs> Repartee, yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, Mike, I'm taking a... Uh, you know what? I'm overdrafting a guy here. I'll definitively say it. I'm overdrafting a guy here. And I'm overdrafting a guy from the draft. You ready for this, Mike? Yeah. Wait. Let's do some speculation. Who do you think I'm taking? Jared Verse. Latu Latu. Okay, that was my next guess. Yeah. I don't get why this guy's falling down draft boards. Me neither. I completely agree. He's huge and productive. Those are the two things you want in an NFL player. Big as a skyscraper? Check. Get sacks? Check. What else do you want to have, Latu Latu? Uh, he has like a he's in like the sub 50 percentile in wingspan, so. Okay, but everything else about it is fucking giant. 6'5". <laughs> get some good leverage, I agree. Yeah, and even, like, I get short arms, like, you have to worry about how tackles are going to go up against him, but Chris Lindstrom has got little T-Rex arms, and he plays great football. I mean, he's a center, but still. He's got yeah, little I've, T-Rex arms. I don't know why he's fallen down and, like, lost some, some of the steam, but he had a 94.3 pressure grade, and that led the FBS even if you just didn't put a minimum snap count in it. <laughs> so he's beating guys that had like one pressure. Yeah. And, and got like a QB hit on it and has, how should like now have this amazing uh, pressure grade. He beat that. Well, in his defense, the pack 12 was pretty bad this year, right? Pac 12 was pretty good. Right. So what yeah. are we doing here, man? What are we doing here? I don't know. Um, I want to do want to look one thing up. I can't believe you've gone back to the notepad. For some reason, when we do like draft talk and like draft notes, I'm like, I gotta jot this down on a notepad. <laughs> You'd be great at the first thirty minutes of Moneyball before Billy being Clean's house. Yeah. Ah, shit. Oregon was the like far and away the best pass block in the Pac-12 this year, but they didn't play him. So unfortunate. Shouldn't you have to play all the teams in your conference? Uh, well, I guess that'd be impossible with the SEC <laughs> yes. now, which has 912 teams. Yeah. It's just stupid. That in the Pac-12, the other Pac-12 teams didn't play the Pac-12, but I'm sure UCLA played, like, South Fresno State or something. Mm. Played Coastal Carolina and NC Central. <laughs> Those yeah. are the two out-of-conference teams. <laughs> but couldn't get Oregon on the schedule. They got Oregon State? That's not Oregon. No, it's not. <laughs> Go Beavers. I mean, if I had a nickel for every time I shouted that... <laughs> I'd have and 11 let, nickels. I do lot you proceeded to have 10 total pressures in that game. <laughs> the, I lay to I'm officially putting the stamp on him. This is the guy that I'm going to believe in four years after he's been completely washed. Like you're, you're still going to, you're still going to hold that stock. Yeah. Like he's going to turn around mid twenties. This is, this 20s. is my, this is my new Corey Davis. How long do you hold stock in Corey Davis? Uh, he was on the jets by the time I gave up stock on Corey Davis. Okay. But it wasn't the first year he was on the Jets. <laughs> he thought a change of scenery to New York. He was probably catching passes from like 
what, like old Joe Flacco, his Jets tenure? No, it was Sam Darnold and Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, that's much better. Good point. <laughs> All right, Mike, picks to you. Your second pick. All right. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. This is really tough for me. Because I got two guys I really like here. But I'm going to go ahead and take Dallas Turner. I know he's only 242 pounds. But he's an athletic freak. This dude runs a 4-4. All right. 19.6% win rate this year at Alabama. And that was despite him getting a lot of the attention. Uh, also... Here's the thing, Adam, about mm-hmm. very important when scouting a player. And a lot of people are like this. I don't care how he played against his lowest level of competition. I care how he played against his highest level of competition. And when he was up against Georgia, who has the ninth best, uh, best pass block in the nation, he had a 25% win rate. Damn, that's a quarter. That is a quarter. It's a fourth of his rushers. He was able to get pressure. So I know I've been worried about his size, but I'm going to overlook it here because he's an athletic freak. All right, Mike, I'm going to go with the the other guy I think that you're going between here. The guy that I believe that you thought about taking and Jared Verse. Yeah. I just got the big guys draft. Mm-hmm. Just getting all the big guys in my team. Big guys. I'm a size queen when it comes to pass rush. Yeah. Jared Verse, another guy. I think that... He, I like if if I remember correctly, right now I believe that currently Dallas Turner is being mocked as the first defensive end off the board. Mm-hmm. I like Jared Verse and Leitu Latu more than I like Dallas Turner. I like both of them more. Yeah, Jared Verse as another one. I don't know why he slid he slid down draft board some. Like, cause going into the season, he was the number one pass rusher. And the only thing you could say is that the quarterback got hurt on that team, and then they didn't make the playoffs right like that's that's can only that's in my head that's like the only reasonable reason that he's dropping whereas the guys from Alabama are climbing up higher on the list yeah maybe it's because their schedule and they were in a weak ACC that people are overlooking the fact that he had career bests like across the board and a 21.8 percent win rate Six four two sixty. like he's a fucking big dude and also I mean, in the conference championship game where it was basically like the defense has to hold Louisville to like under like 10 points to win this game or whatever, he showed up and had a 26.3% win rate and 10 total pressures, including three sacks. So I have no idea why he's not being argued as the top pass rusher coming off this board. Like most mocks, I feel like I see Dallas Turner and Leitu Latu ahead of him. I just want to point out that I have now gotten two different guys that you that you have agreed. You're like, I don't know why this guy isn't the number one guy on the board. I know. So why did you take Dallas Turner, Mike? Because <laughs> I'm a Crimson Tide homer. Like I'm not a homer, but I just love Alabama. <laughs> you got you got weird homer syndrome now. Yeah, I also get. I sometimes get swept up and fuck that dude's athletic. So you would be Al Davis. And Probably. I would be. Oh, I, I was about to say someone I didn't want to be. Who's a who's a big like size draft guy? Masai Ujiri. Whoever. Uh, Leon Rose. <laughs> For the Knicks. <laughs> Leon Rose just drafts people from Vanderbilt. That's true. Uh, whoever the GM was for the Bucks when they were drafting Thon Maker and Giannis. <laughs> yeah. 
What what if I get hit on that Giannis pick, by the way? Because you know he's yeah. just like, look at how long his arms are. And it drafted right. me went, oh, wait, what if this guy's just the best basketball player in the world? That's how it turned out. <laughs> so we agree that Jared Verse is the Giannis Antetokounmpo of pass rushers. Well, I mean, he's probably still going to go in the first round, so no. <laughs> Giannis went in the first round. Really? I don't know why I thought. Oh, Jokic was a second round pick, right? Yeah, Jokic got yeah, picked yeah. during a, a Arby's commercial. <laughs> you know, Pusha T wrote the jingle for that. Okay, my pick. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, I'm doing it. I fucking love this kid. I'm teaming up Dallas Turner with his college teammate on the air side, Chris freaking Braswell. Six three two fifty seven. So. Really going after the smaller guys. 13 sacks this season? I don't know. There's an argument to be made that he had a really good season because defenses were like double Dallas Turner, double double Dallas Turner. But he still came through and executed. So I don't see anything wrong with that. You're you really are turning into Leon Rose. Like <laughs> Am I? when we do the cornerbacks draft, are you gonna take both of the corners out of Alabama too? Probably. <laughs> Fuck, man. This team just needs to trade for, for Mac Jones or Tua. Oh, God. Need to get the NFL Crimson Tide together. Or Bryce Young. Eh, I'd want one of the good quarterbacks out of Alabama, not Bryce Young. Oh, wow. I'd rather have Mac Jones. One year into the NFL, and you're like, yeah, Mac Jones way better than Bryce Young. <laughs> the more I double down, the more I get to tap dance on your grave when your take kills you. Then again memory serves me correct mac mac and tua both got rings so bryce young does not yeah bryce young does not so you just got to hold out until milro comes out you can draft him you can get him on your team he can tell everyone about not another naysayer <laughs> let a naysayer know this let isn't naysayer a college know, this isn't a college football podcast but jalen milro the season he's gonna have is gonna be one of the most interesting storylines because depending on how it goes he could be like up there as possibly because this is a weak qb class and he could possibly end up being like the top qb or he could end up being like the eighth so it's gonna be very interesting any chance they can get julio jones back in the building in alabama give him a weapon to throw to i don't know if i don't know how much eligibility he has left i think once you go in the draft you eligibility is over i'm guessing i'm guessing julio jones has like a year of eligibility left right yeah i mean yeah it's true then again brandon whedon went and got drafted by an MLB team, crapped out, and then came back to play college football at like 27. Yeah. They got that that tied in at Miami of Ohio who's in his 12th college season or whatever. Yeah, I think uh, KJ Jefferson is for 40 years old now. He's been in, <laughs> been in college for 22 years, possibly. His son's about to uh, get recruited. That's why he's staying. He's pulling a LeBron. He just wants to yeah. play one year with his kids. <laughs> All right, Mike, just to recap, now that we are three rounds into the draft, I have Brian Burns, Leitu Latu, Jared Verse. You have Josh Allen, Dallas Turner, Chris Braswell. Pretty heavy on the the prospects on that draft so far. Yeah, I actually like a lot of pass rushers in this draft. I think that we have gotten the guys I feel good about in this draft off the board. Okay. I take it you feel differently. Yeah, I still think there's a couple uh, a couple other good ones out there. Well, I'll be letting you take that, because next off, up off the board, I'm taking Daniil Hunter. Yeah. 
<laughs> I didn't expect that noise. That's a good pick. 16 and a half sacks last season. He yeah. is probably going to walk in free agency because who knows what the fuck the Vikings are going to do. But 16 and a half sacks in a contract year. But he has had 14 and a half sacks twice, 12 and a half sacks, and 10 and a half sacks. So it's not the explosion that your first overall pick Josh Allen had. 29 in a contract year? 20, 16 and a half. What do you mean? What are you talking about? 29 years old. Oh, yeah. I don't think he set the NFL sack record at 29. <laughs> I was like, what fucking football <laughs> games were you watching with Daniel Hunter at 29 sacks? I don't like have the number in front of me, but I think that means he would have beat Strahan's record by seven sacks. <laughs> Unfucking real. Even without the bullshit one that Brett Favre gave him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Daniel Hunter, I, I mean, there's a chance. I Like, I, I don't know if you have PFS projection up there, but there's a chance he gets tagged. Because, you know, 29 no. contract year. Yeah. Y- you slap a nice little three-year deal, Daniel Hunter, get through that's his productive they... early 30 years. Whew, loving that. Loving that. That's what they have. They have three years with a uh, AAV of $21.67 million, $40 million guaranteed, $65 million total. Let's, uh, what, f- what team do you fancy booking him to? I guess I have to say Buffalo because every time you know, we could use uh, another pass rusher. I kind of like him in Philly. Yeah, I feel like he could use that. I could see yeah. it. Especially if Hassan Reddick ends up out of the building. Yeah. Bring in some Daniel Hunter. $19 million a year. Three years. Can he throw the ball too? Because they might need a guy to do that. I just feel like one of the top defensive players is going to go to Baltimore or San Francisco. And it's going to well, be that, like, Jesus Christ moment. Like, do they really need yeah. that? Yeah, that's kind of how it felt when San Francisco traded for Chase Young and then Chase Young continued to be a pumpkin. He had, like, that one good game, I think. He got ASAC. <laughs> That's more than he did for Washington. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, Mike. Pick is to you. At another homer pick. Not homer pick, but I one of my, my teams from this past season. I'm going Braylon Trice. Real name, no gimmicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same thought I had. <laughs> Out of Washington. He's farther down list uh, on some draft boards. But eight sacks, 19 hits, 53 hurries, 90.8 PFF grade. He was kind of like the only real presence they had at pass rusher in Washington. And once again, looking against the his best competition uh, in the playoff game against Texas, where he faced the third best pass block in the F, uh, FBS, he had a 14.6 win rate, which doesn't sound amazing, but he pressured the QB. He was sent on pressure 49 times and he had uh, two sacks, a hit and four hurries. I think Braylon Trice is a underrated player in this draft and someone's going to hit on him in the second or third round. 6'4", 274. Did you say that? Surprisingly, I didn't because I'm usually like always throwing out draft picks, like draft prospects size. It's a big fucking guy. That's a big fucking dude. 6'4", 274. That's at least bigger than me. I bet that's probably bigger than you. It's bigger than Jared Verse. Hope we'll probably go in the second. Yeah, I. At some point, we gotta we gotta find like draft props and bet on them. Mm-hmm. What would be your bet on players going or, or pass rushers going day one? Three. Yeah. So we we're talking Braswell and Trice in the second round, right? Probably. Those guys. You talk like late round getting Braswell or Trice. 
at like the tail end of of round one in like you said Baltimore, San Francisco, even Kansas City. That's that's something. That's that's cooking with gas there. They have... I think I think we might get four because like those th- top three guys are going to go earlier, but then like there's so many playoff teams that need a pass rusher. Buffalo, Miami, Baltimore with Jadeveon Clowney coming out of the building. Um, 49ers with Chase Young leaving. Even Kansas City. I mean, didn't really have like a dominant pass rusher outside of Chris Jones. And when you think about it, if you're a playoff team, you probably aren't in the best cap situation. So if you can get a pass rusher on a late first, early second, well, not early second, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know uh, those those classic early second picks that Super Bowl winners get. Yeah, um, but if you get a late burst salary, that that would actually work. PFF has Braylon Trice ninth in their edge rusher ratings. I think that's ridiculous. Fucking preposterous, if you ask me. Yeah, I guess he's going to be twenty three next season, and everybody freaks out when you're a five year senior <laughs> for no fucking reason. Unless you're a quarterback. Well, even if you're a quarterback, I guess. Yeah. All right, Mike. Picks to me? Yeah. I'm taking Leonard Williams. Oh, yeah. He's uh, 29 years old. He'll be 30 by the time the season starts. Former number six overall pick. Early first rounder early in his career. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, he's leaving a Seattle team that I think is getting a lot younger with a coach who doesn't, who pass rush isn't as important to the scheme in, in Mike McDonald. I like I like I like Leonard Williams as a, a a sneaky open market, not getting paid as much as you think guy. Like if you heard if you heard Leonard Williams got like four years, fifteen million a year. So we'll say four by four four for forty five, right? Mm-hmm. No, nope, that would be a three year deal. So you mean four sixty? Four for sixty. There you mm-hmm. go. Not not a math guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big concept guy. Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't you immediately be like, oh, I like that? Yeah. I would like, I like, especially if you're a team, once again, we go to like Super Bowl contending teams or we like our like situation we're doing this under is that you're like a complete team. We just need pass rushing. Why not go for a vet on a cheaper deal? That's not a bad choice. Yeah. Especially if you could bring him into a rotation. Like I know they're not in contention, but imagine like rotating him in with the pass rushers they already have in Chicago. Just having Leonard Williams like in the Calais Campbell role for Atlanta last year. Just coming in, playing like 18 to 20 snaps a game. Bring him in on obvious third down passing situations and, and maybe like a three tech just inside from Montez Sweat. Let Montez Sweat take the tackle away and see what Leonard Williams can do inside of that line. Or, you know what I think would be interesting? What's that? Houston. Houston? And obviously, Houston. Obviously, they're probably more concerned on re-signing Jonathan Grenard. Yeah. If you re-sign him and then also get Leonard Williams in on a decent deal. You got a stew cooking, baby. <laughs> Why is Jonathan Grenard not showing up on the free agent list? Yeah, he's on PFF's rankings. They have him projected at three years, 16 million AAV. How do you spell Grenard? G-R-E-E. Nard. That's what I had. Huh. I don't know why that wasn't showing up. I would have totally taken him earlier in this draft. <laughs> I, yeah, really like you, I don't know how many times this season 
when talking about the Texans, you brought you brought him up. Like you were yeah, a big Grenard guy. I'm a big big Jonathan Grenard guy. <laughs> yeah, Gr- Grenard and Will Anderson just became your fucking dudes this season. Yeah, I had uh, I had uh, pivot my Will Anderson take yeah. in light of the evidence that hey, this guy's a pretty good NFL player. I- I'm shocked he's not higher up on some of the like free agent ranking list I saw. He had, like 14 sacks, 28 hurries. Like I mean, 53 it- total pressures this season. But it was his first productive season. Oh yeah, wow! Well, it really was. He had uh, he had a whopping two sacks and two hits the prior year. Yeah. Oh, but like, he got hurt. He only. Oh, maybe he didn't. I just don't think he. I just don't think he started. Yeah, and that's like you. You have to ask yourself. With, with wait, we're not talking about Jonathan Grenard. Why are we talking about Jonathan Grenard? This is the Leonard Williams segment. Oh, he only played eight games, so he didn't get hurt. But anyway, yeah, this is the Leonard Williams segment. Let's talk about the old man. Old 30 man. years old younger 30. than me by a year yeah. <laughs> how about like if someone was gonna offer you four for 60 that would shock me probably would i think i probably run a six seven forty by by which i hope you mean six minutes and seven seconds yeah about 20 yards in i get gassed hands yeah. on knees gotta got take gotta take a break to check twitter for a little bit there i'm burning up i do zero reps on the bench and probably about a th- three inch vertical <laughs> <laughs> but it's thick yeah my, my vertical is like when uh al horford takes a three and his feet come like four centimeters off the ground <laughs> you have a chode vertical <laughs> all right mike picks to you mike picks. chode vertical regan <laughs> how many picks have we done this is the last round last round wait this is you you have two picks left i have one pick left Okay, I have two picks left. Yeah. Two picks left. Oh, boy. You know what? Fuck it. No. <laughs> oh, I'll, just, I'll take Jonathan Grenard. Yeah, I was hoping you weren't going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I look like an idiot. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take Jonathan Grenard. I know he just finally had like a, his first big season, but he's also only uh, 20, 26. 26. Yeah, so yeah. he's in he's in his prime now. Yeah, and especially if you're able to sign him with another competent pass rusher like Will Anderson was, mm-hmm. obviously he can produce in those defenses. Like, I I think we might have to instill a drinking game where every time we bring them up, we have to take a shot. But imagine mm-hmm. him opposite Nick Bosa in San Francisco. You're probably, getting, you're probably getting that production again that Chase Young wasn't giving you, where he's able to get home a lot more often because they have to slide all their protections over to Nick Bosa. And Nick Bosa is still beating them. Yeah, that that <laughs> fucking MAGA guy over there can rust the fucking pasture. I'll tell you that. I didn't know he was a MAGA guy, but I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> yeah, Joey Bosa refuses to vote. He doesn't does. understand it. I don't know. He's just a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa's like good old boy all the way through. Joey Bosa is just like doing Halo references on the sideline and hurts himself stepping out of the shower. <laughs> that that Chargers training staff, man. Is it just true? Is it just Dr. Nick from The Simpsons? Flammable means inflammable? I think maybe that's why Bosa's getting hurt. It's because whenever the trainer comes near him, he's like, No, I saw what you did to Tyrod. (laughs) Leave me the fuck alone. The the trainer just opens his jacket and it's just filled with long needles. (laughs) So so Joey, I heard that your lungs are feeling a little too uncollapsed. No, I twisted my ankle. Take off your shirt. (laughs)
Yeah, obviously, I love the Jonathan Grenard pick. We were, we were getting into talking about him there. Um, he'll he'll end up on a value contract just because he had one productive season and it wasn't as productive as like Josh Allen or something like that. There's, I mean, there's there's a there's a question to be answered there. Why is Josh Allen going to get seven to eight million more dollars per year than Jonathan Grenard? Josh Allen's been a little more productive throughout his career than than Grenard. Ten and a half sacks was his previous high. I mean, it's still double digits. That's not bad. That's good. <laughs> I don't know why you're shitting on him. What's uh, What was Jonathan Grenard's previous high before the season? Uh, in sacks, it was eight back in 2021. Okay. So I ask again, why is Josh Allen going to get seven to eight million more dollars per season than Jonathan Grenard? Well, he also gets the bump because he's a former first round pick and Grenard was a third. So... Josh Allen, he just has more name value. Yeah, because there's another guy in the league with his name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's no quarterback named Jonathan Grenard who's competing for MVPs. Wherever John, uh, John, uh, Josh Allen winds up, the NFL is going to force change the schedule if they have to to make sure they play the Bills so they yeah. can bust a nut when Josh Allen sacks Josh Allen. What? Yeah. What's also with that? Why does Josh Allen really compete in games against Josh Allen? I mean, there can be only one. It's, it's a Highlander high situation here, Adam. <laughs> but one more point on Grenard. Like, I tell my agent, like, kind of what it's projected. I'd be like, eh, two years, three years. Let's go with that. I'll be 29, and I can then I can cash out and get, like, my massive contract. By the I'm way, still playing this way. his agent appears to be Drew Rosenhaus. So I went to uh, Drew Rosenhaus's Wikipedia, uh-huh. and it doesn't show his current clients, but some of his notable past clients, Antonio Brown, Chad Johnson, Terrell Owens, Rob, Gon- Gron- 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 Rob Gronkowski, Shady McCoy, Warren Sapp, Frank Gore. He must be a good fucking agent because Frank Gore kept getting signed to teams until he was like 85. Well, I just just to, to go back there for a second, that guy had people that he was representing that stabbed someone in a locker room, posted a weird art house video about his team's coach. And, uh, there was someone else on there that did something weird. Oh, changed their name to Chad Ochocinco. Oh no. That man can deal with some divas. Yeah. And people with shady past because guess who else drew rat? Guess who drew Rousen hat? Fucking A. <laughs> Guess who is a current NFL player who is under Rosenhaus's representation? Deshaun Watson. Oh, God, no, it's not that bad. Tyreek okay. Hill. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> no, not that bad. Drew Rosenhaus. The one thing I've always said about that man is he chooses money over morality every time. He's like a, he's like a lawyer who walks in. He's like, did you do it? Guy says no. He's like, all right, good enough for me. Here we go. Yeah. Time to get you fucking paid. All right, Mike, we're on to the final round here. Mm-hmm. I am up first, and uh, since you snatched Jonathan Grenard from me, I'm going to snatch someone from you, someone you hold very near and dear to your heart, Mike. Zadarius Smith. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just wanted to really build it up. Zadarius Smith, once again, contract year, but outrageous 15.17 pressure rate for a 32-year-old man. He is going into free agency a little old, but he's been productive for basically his entire career. 
And you sign him to a short-term deal. Hope that the wheels don't fall off before the end of it. You can get a you can get a competent pass rusher out of Zadarius Smith. Yeah, I don't I don't hate that pick. That's a bit of a not a name I would have thought of. But I, I got the old man it. You do. You got you're bringing in the vets to help yeah. get you. You're you're pulling. You're bringing in the Vons. Daniel Hunter, Leonard Williams, Darius Smith. Yeah. You got the old men. I took one guy who's currently in the NFL. Uh, oh, no, two. two. I, two. I took Grenard. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have much more to say on, on Zadarius Smith. I mean, that defense was outrageous, and it helps when Miles Garrett is taking double and triple teams. Mm-hmm. But still, 15.17% pressure rate on pass rush snaps. Not bad. Old guy still got it. Yeah. I hit. All right, Mike, your final pick. All right, I'm going not an old guy. And this might be a reach, but fuck it. I might as well finish off the Crimson Tide trifecta by taking Justin 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 Aboigby. All right, this guy is a fucking unit. 6'5", 292, baby. But Wait, he did... what? 292? 292. Jesus Christ. And I know what you're going to say, but he did, he was sent on pressure the majority, more snaps than he was on uh, run defense. So he counts as a pass rusher. And He looks uh, svelte too. I just pulled up a picture of him. He doesn't, he doesn't exactly look like, you know, big old chonk defensive lineman. Yeah. It's a svelte 292. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seven sacks last year. Respectable. Obviously playing on a a Crimson Tide defense that had a fair amount of pass rushers. But still, my last pick, I might as well go ahead and just finish out simping for Nick Saban's defensive (laughs) unit last year. I don't like the fact that I said simping for Nick Saban and then used the word unit. (laughs) All right, let's, uh, let's recap the teams here real quick, Mike. So I took... Brian Burns, Leitu Latu, Jared Verse, Daniil Hunter, Leonard Williams, Zadarius Smith. And you took Josh Allen, Dallas Turner, Chris Braswell, Braylon Trice, Jonathan Grenard, and Justin Ibogabi? Iboigby. Iboigby. Justin Iboigby. Ridiculous. <laughs> I feel like we're a lot closer this year or this week than we were. Actually, you know what? I take that back. I can't believe you took like definitely a day two to day three prospect when there was still productive NFL rushers on the board. Oh, with Iboigby? Yeah. That could be a diamond in the rough, baby. You don't know. Chase Young was still available. 290 fucking two? Let me let me uh let me look something up here. I might might be about to surprise you. A little something. Is it gonna be that a boy's actually been in the NFL for five years? <laughs> no. That, that would surprise me. No, I watched uh a Boigby a Boigby play college football last year. All right, let me find him on this list. Gotta go to page two. It's on page one. Some notable guys that we left off of our list here, by the way. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe, Chase Young, Calais Campbell, Randy Gregory, Marcus Davenport. Um, might be Those might be the top guys that we left off of there. Hey. Levon Chazon, what's up? A Boygby runs a 4.9. I mean, for two, 292 pounds, it's not bad. <laughs> it's not good. It's in the 61st percentile. Ah! It's actually not bad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, we also left off Jadeveon Clowney. 
Did we really leave him off then? Who do you? Yeah. By the way, how old do you think Jadeveon Clowney is now? Thirty-two. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Okay. It feels like that guy's been in the NFL forever. Like it feels like Jadeveon Clowney has been in the NFL since the late nineties and will be there in the early twenty forties. Yeah, it's been a minute for Jadeveon. How many teams has he played for now? Uh, thirty-three, thirty-four. Shit. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Um, I would say the best name that I believe we left off there was Joss Uchi or AJ Espinessa. Mm-hmm. Two guys that we left off of our list. Yeah. Both both had productive seasons, not outrageous seasons. Um, they're both fairly young though. Overall, Mike, how do you feel about your team? I feel very good. I'm a little bit I'm obviously higher on this uh draft class at pass rusher than you were, so I felt pretty confident I could go in there and get most of the players I liked. Um so I'm feeling I'm feeling better about this than my QB draft one. Yeah, you really botched the QB one. Botched it. Botched job. Botched you're, you're, job. you're something crazy. Yeah. Two out of his last three seasons, Jadavion Clowney had 11 sacks and 10 QB hits. Yeah. He still got he's it. Been, he's been productive in Baltimore, man. Yeah. I I would would you be surprised at all if he ends up in Seattle? Just follows Mike McDonald, going home to his 2019 team. <laughs> You, you didn't know he played for team. Seattle. You can say that for any team in the NFL. <laughs> you don't remember that. You know what's funny? Before Baltimore, do you know where he was? Oh, man. I'm going to go with Cleveland. Yes. So. I know my fucking football, man. Yeah, played for two pretty good defensive teams. I know I know my fucking Devion Clowney. Who was uh? Who's the biggest reach you think that one of us took on this list? I mean, I took a Boigby. Yeah, a Boigby with the last draft is definitely a little bit of a reach. <laughs> I don't know. Like it was like last week, I was like, ah, oh, just because he's so beautiful, I'll take uh, Sam Hartman. And this week, I was like, ah, oh, just to round out my Crimson Tide trifecta, I will take a Boigby. Hey, I think Boigby you also got the well. biggest. I think you got the biggest steal in Jonathan Grenard, though. Getting him in the the fifth round is pretty good. Yeah, I got lucky. You uh, forgot about him. Yeah, forgot about him. <laughs> All right, Mike, we have one more game to play today before we get out of here. It's the recently rebranded game. Last week, we tried 20 questions. Didn't quite work because, uh, well, some bad luck with the random number generator, but also Mike knows his draft prospects a little too well. Mm-hmm. So this week, mm-hmm. I've changed up the game, Mike. We are playing Draft Wordle. Oh, now, in the traditional sense, it's not Wordle. You don't. It's not going to be five letters. You don't get to guess everything, and I tell you what you got right or wrong. But the way this works is that every round, I will give you a hint about a player, and you have six rounds to get the player right, or you lose. Okay. Sound easy enough? Yeah, I like this. Okay. All right, Mike. I have two players for you today, so it'll be a good test case. We'll see how this works out here. So here, let me let me run through the categories here. Your first mm-hmm. round category is height and weight. Yeah. Your second round category is projected draft day. Okay. Your third round category is conference. Fourth round category is position. Fifth round category is PFF grade in their most recent college season. And the sixth category is team. All right. So, first player on the board. First category, height and weight, 5'11", 210. Cooper DeJean. No. Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> that was a good guess though I almost went with Cooper Dijon for this list that would have <laughs> fucked me up man if you got Cooper Dijon right off the gate that like that fucking amazing <laughs> alright his projected draft, draft day and I'll even give you the round here his projected 
draft day is day two, and he's a round two pick currently. Okay. Uh, Do you want to guess Cooper Dijon again? <laughs> no. I'll guess... 5-11-2-10, round two projection. Lad McConkey. No. Fuck. Stop guessing defensive backs. He's a wide receiver. <laughs> Whatever. Same same position, just opposite direction you face. Third round, Big 12. Uh, once again, 5-11-2-10, round two pick, played in the Big 12. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Think of his name. Think of his name. Oh, cause I think he's going to the first, but I can't remember his fucking other. I know this isn't him, but I'm mad because I can't think of his the other. Is it... Xavier Worthy? No. Yeah, he's taller than 5'11". All right, fourth round there, Mike. His position is running back. Running back. Running back. 5'11", 210, day two, big 12, and he's a running back. Jonathan Brooks. Nope. Fuck. His PFF grade in 2023 was a 91. Ooh, ooh, I got it. Uh, Ollie Gordon. No. <laughs> Actually, I don't think he's in the draft this year. What a waste of a pick there, Mike. <laughs> yeah. And your final clue here. You either get it here or you lose the game, Mike. Okay. Played. At Texas. Oh, uh, Jaden Blue. Jalen Wright. Fuck! <laughs> I was like, Jalen Wright, how far down the depth chart did you go? How is he in, going in the second round? He's sec He's got a second round grade right now. Wow. I don't even think Jaden Blue's in this draft either, so I fucked up. <laughs> All right, Mike, I feel like this is more successful than 20 questions last week. I mean, it is definitely harder, so that's good. <laughs> All right, Mike, now that you have, you have calibrated... To the game. Uh -huh. Second round. Yeah. I'm be real disappointed if you don't get this guy. His yeah. name is Jared Verse. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, height and weight. 6'2", 207. Cloyd McKinstry. No. He is a day two pick currently projected in the third round. Really? Yes. Why did you say really? Like I was... <laughs> ah, did you tell me he's 6'2", 207 and projected in the third round? Jacob Cowing. No. Fuck. Who the fuck's Jacob Cowing? Well, wide receiver for Arizona. Mm. His conference, Mike. Non-affiliated. No conference. Audric Estime. No. It's a good name, though. It's a cool yeah. name. I like it. His position, Mike. Cornerback. 62207. Mm. Round three projection. Non-affiliated conference, cornerback. Trey Taylor out of Air Force? Nope. Fuck! <laughs> right. He had an 83.3 PFF grade in 2023. 6'2", day two, non-affiliated, cornerback with an 83.3 grade. Mike Sandstrill? Nope. Oh, my God. And Mike, his school is Notre Dame. Oh, Cam Hart. Cam no, 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 Hart. No, no, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you about to correct to there, bud? So I in my head for a second, I got Cam Hart mixed up with uh, Julian Love, and I panicked. <laughs> I was like, no, it's Cam Hart. Hart, Cam Love, Hart. you know. Yeah. 
Oh, that's a good that's a good duo. Yeah. So Cam Hart, six two two oh seven, currently projected in the third round, non conference cornerback, eighty three point three grade in twenty twenty three. I I didn't expect you to go with a player from my team. That threw me. <laughs> that really threw me. All right, Mike. What do you think? You got you got any internal tweaks for this game? Anything you'd like to see changed with it? Any categories that you think would be more or less helpful? Um, no, I think, I think it was pretty good because right. I feel like the details, the hints get easier as they go. Yes. Which was like, the just, goal. Right. Like just giving me someone's height and weight. It's like, uh, <laughs> all right, Mike, that's all I got this week. You have anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. You want to hit the plugs and we'll get out of here? Hit the plugs and we'll get out of here. Oh, I go first. <laughs> you always go first, bud. So... Working on my on Saturday draft guys article that should be out um, either late this week, early next week. And we, I got my pay per views mixed up. This weekend's not uh, AEW Revolution, it's actually WWE's Elimination Chamber live from Perth, Australia. So good eye, good eye, good eye, Mike. Rhea Ripley performing in front of her home country. Um, I, mean, I don't know when we want to get that out. SmackDown was pre-taped because, you know, they have to travel to fucking Perth for a Saturday pay-per-view. Uh, so I already read the spoilers. Nothing notable is happening as far as like the card changing. So Monday Night Raw is the only thing we have to worry about. But look for that. I'm guessing probably later in the week. And then. Is it next week? Is either next week or the following week? It will be AW Revolution predictions as well. Other than that, follow me at Town Alone Mike on Twitter, on Threads and on Instagram, even though I never post it, so it's a blank profile. But follow me there anyway. <laughs> you can find me at Town Alone Adam on Threads and X. You can follow us at Town Alone on TikTok. You could email us at talentalonepod at gmail.com. Tell us what categories you would like to see added or taken away from the Wordle game. Tell us what pass rushers we missed in our draft. Email us if you want to know what color Mike's glasses he are currently wearing is. Besides that, sure to check out our League Pass watchability rankings. Those come out every Tuesday or Wednesday, probably Wednesday this week, as it's a weird three-day weekend week, and I got shit going on on Monday and Tuesday. You can check out later this week. I plugged it earlier, but once again, we got Tyler Karkara coming out with a pretty in-depth piece on Bears fandom that I'm, I'm looking forward to sharing with everyone. And uh, come back here every Saturday and Monday. Saturdays are Baski. Mondays are the Talent Alone podcast where we'll be talking about draft. Mm -hmm. Probably get some other people in the building here before too long. Talk a little bit more draft with uh, a wider array of people. Got the combine coming up pretty soon. Got to be ready for that. And with that, Mike, do you have an edge rusher based <laughs> shout out for this I podcast? Sure do. Let's go with old Long Dick Latu Latu. Long Dick Dirks. <laughs>